features true stories from the bold women that frequent our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy. Aisha, hey. thank you for joining me in the private room at Rosewood Theater. <laughs> I'm honored. How many times have I said that? <laughs> Only once when the girls had clothes on. Wow. Which is now. Well, I'm giving you an answer. Um, so I'm so interested to talk to you because you are friends with a very dear friend of mine and he talks so many good things about you. Oh, yeah? I was like, I didn't even meet you yet. And I was like, wow, I might be in love with the same woman you're in love with. No way. <laughs> so Aisha, nice to meet you. It's Aisha. Aisha. Like Aisha. Aisha. Okay. Nice to meet you Aisha. in person. Polly, if you're listening, <laughs> we both love you. I hope you're at Rayo's having dinner right now, which I heard you are. Um, so tell me how you f discovered Die Happy Tonight. So I went on Craigslist, you know, the infamous Craigslist, and one of the key words was SVT. And it's been since 2013 since I've ever worked for an establishment like this. Um, so you worked I for St. Venus Theater Saint in 2013. For St. Venus Theater, yes. I was actually tricked into working for St. Venus Theater. How so? I just got my I just got my bartending license. Yeah, and I wanted to be like this crazy bartender in Man uh, Manhattan, you know, coyote uglies, you know, flipping bottles like wild. I go there and I'm sitting next to a bunch of you go where girls. To the interview for St. Venus Theater. Okay. How'd you hear about them? Craigslist. Okay. You know, looking for a bartending job because I just got my license to be a bartender when I'm 21. This is in 2013. Um, and I go there and I'm asking, we're doing the asking the questions and the other girls weren't asking anything. I'm sitting there, sitting across from four beautiful women. They had very strong accents. They were clearly not from America, but beautiful, perfect bodies. Um, Nothing fake about them. And I see a man walking with a fedora and a long ponytail just with, <laughs> a, with a smirk on I his face. I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people do. But I was just sitting there so young, never done anything like this. Um, but I'm a very sensual girl, so I was very open to it. And um, I was like, wait, so when do we bring the men their drinks because I figured out like okay there's only men you know I hear men 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 I don't when do we bring oh, he's like oh you never bring them their drinks that's when he went in and was like you never bring them their drinks I was like oh I get it so I was super nervous my first night but then so the wait, you replied to an ad for bartending <laughs> yeah I was tricked you show like up for the interview yes. and it's not bartending yes it was it's either bartending hostessing bottle serving cocktail serving coat check they had nothing to do with dancing but I'm going there for the bartending position and then I hear about like you know mingling and this and that and I'm like okay so when do we bring them their drinks I'm like okay so I'm not gonna be a bartender I might be a cocktail server and yeah he was like no it's not like that at all I was like okay so I tried out Friday I was very very nervous um, then I got the hang of it and sure Sorry, enough Eve, new tactic for recruiting girls put up <laughs> bartending ads and we'll never do that by the way let me just say something um 
That is how he got his quality girls, by tricking them into. Never mind. We are doing it. <laughs> Genius. Genius. So I like the bait and switch. Yes. Um, corner them, corner the girls <laughs> in the room. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It took me to have, it took me a drink or two to loosen up. But once I did that, like the, the clientele is very upscale. So it's you know, so I, I don't know. Anyways, a thousand dollars later, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. So. I took a break. The boyfriend I was with at the time found out I hid it from him for a very long time. He went through my phone, saw me talking to my girls about some guy I was dancing with, some girl she, some guy he was, she was dancing with, and yeah. So he made me quit, even though he's an ex now. That was stupid. I was young and stupid then. So I go back online looking for a new job that makes a lot of money, that pays a lot of money. Um, I used to work for Nobu right before this, and I was slaving there for like 60 to 70 hours a week to only make six to $700 a week. Wow. wasn't worth it, so stopped working there, and um, I'd rather dine there than eat there, um, than work there. Mm -hmm. So I go on Craigslist. One of the key words was SVT, short for St. Venus Theater. I emailed back. I was like, oh, my goodness, I used to work for St. Venus Theater. Please hire me. They asked for pictures. I came in. I was like, all right, let's do it. And here I am a year later, and I love this place. And I just think, you know, that what's is how you get the quality girls. <laughs> I like that story. What's the difference between St. Venus Theater or other lap dance parties and Die Happy Tonight? Die Happy Tonight is one venue only, right? Like, it's here. Yeah, there's, there's pop-up events, right? But it's just like, you know, this is opened from Tuesday through Saturday. You know, it's like an actual venue. You know what I mean? For St. Venus Theater, you didn't know where you were going until the night of. So, um, and the decor, the couches, like, it's just amazing. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. So at St. Venus Theater, um, there was nobody that was disrespectful for the whole the year and a half that I've worked there. No disrespectful. There's just one man who took out his penis when I didn't want him to. <laughs> and that's all he did? That's all he did. I mean, like, listen, I was used to not that. So all of a sudden he takes his penis out and I didn't like it. I said, okay, we're done. And then I tell the security and they threw him right up. So that was that same penis sitter here. There's a lot of guys, in the beginning, there was a lot of guys that um, expected more than just a dance. You know, like, things like that. Um, and I put some notes in the box. I think I helped, because I don't see much of that anymore. That's good. Thank <laughs> you. That's our, uh, our comment box. You've been asked. I haven't. You haven't given me an opportunity to even ask a single question. <laughs> You've been doing rapid fire. I've been like trying to talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we have the headphones on and right. we're talking to each other. You see this? <laughs> you can enjoy. Uh -huh. You can allow me to do what you asked me to do. 
So, yeah, I have a few questions for you. Um, give advice to a man that's interested in coming here first time at this type of... He's gone to strip clubs, you know, the Sapphires, the Ricks, but he's never been to, like, an underground lap dance party. What would you tell him? So, um... A first-timer, pretty much. Correct. Okay. I've never been to any place like this, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, I tell them, like, pretty much, you know, it's like a girlfriend-like exper experience. And, I mean, I hear a lot that I'm one of the normal girls. I'm <laughs> one of the ones that are actually human. Like, literally, quote-unquote, that's what I hear. Um, I would just tell them, you know, there's a there's an area back here where you can have more privacy, but it's semi-private. It's not like you know totally private. Um, it's just lap dances, you know, with sophisticated, ambitious girls who don't who want to make who want to take advantage of their their looks and just make a lot of money. And that's what I tell them. They they're asking. That's what I tell them. I tell them the truth. So. Cool. At least that's for me. Uh, you know, that's why I'm here. I took advantage of. I should have stayed at St. Venus City. You know what I mean? But I was young. I blew all that money away. Uh, I was working at car dealerships and restaurants in between. And then I'm like, you know what? I still look good. You <laughs> see this? I agree. And um, let me milk it. Cool. So what do you do outside of? Uh, nothing right now, but I'm going to get back into the car dealership game and uh, I'm going to shoot for the stars and try to be a finance manager okay. at a luxurious car dealership. Cool. Do you meet That's clients here? Resort. Yeah. You meet clients here to sell cars uh, too? I don't, no. but um, maybe I could in the future. Okay. I asked them if they would buy a car for me. If I had my own office and my name on the desk, they'd be like, of course. Hell yeah. If I knew what I was talking about, why wouldn't you buy a car for me, you know? I like that. <laughs> hmm. What's a question that we don't hear often here? Do you have any questions for me? Now how did we finally you meet each up, other? Yeah. How did you come up with this um, whole party? What inspired you to do this? Inspiration came from boredom going to other strip clubs, you know. So you've never heard of St. Venus Theater before this, or you have? Um, I did. Okay. I went to St. Venus Theater several times. I was really impressed. Pretty genius. You know, tons of girls, young, attractive girls that are, you know, semi-social. Um, and there's a lot of positives to it, you know, mainly the girls. Pretty much the huge positive, and the only real reason why most people go as the females yes. but uh exactly. i felt is a little transactional is a little um the atmosphere wasn't something that i could bring my friends or clients to um it was just a little you know it was the music the lighting the the, the non-comfy chairs the the, the security every five feet, the, you know, it, uh, 
Yeah, there was actually no chairs there at all. You would have to go behind a black curtain, and then there would be long couches. You would, yeah. It was all just standing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then it was exactly like you said, pretty transactional. Yeah. And that's so it was it. like, yeah, there's really, you go there, you stand at the bar because there's nothing else to do. There's nothing else to see. And there's really no party atmosphere. And same thing for the girls. They don't have anything else to do. They, they can't, you know, hide from the bar or people at the bar. So it's like you're forced to meet each other. And then really the only thing is to do is to go get a lap dance if you want to go sit down. So, wow, that's an amazing business model. Big up to Mr. Ponytail Rob. <laughs> you are a, you are a, I am a fan of yours. Um, However, that's just not my style. So, you know, between going to Ricks and Sapphires and then SVT, you know, I couldn't really find a place that I felt comfortable bringing my friends and clients, so, which I was doing a lot of entertaining at the time. So literally we uh, got a loft and in the city, actually, let's take a step back. I actually started at my apartment. So I had a nice loft in meatpacking where I'd host a weekly poker game. And then we would, I put up an ad on Craigslist. So Craigslist works for a lot of things. So I, put I up always <laughs> go straight to Craigslist. <laughs> I put up an ad on Craigslist to find some girls. And the second girl that replied was a girl I went to college with, oh upstate gosh. New York. Okay. So she had already been doing this. She had a dozen girlfriends that she'd like do these private parties for so i was like oh my god alicia come to my apartment next week i'll have 10 guys you bring 10 girls and that's how it started you know eight years ago now um and it went from my loft apartment me packing to me starting a hospitality company and opening up um a, pr a private loft dedicated to events you know we do cocktail parties and bachelor parties and um, corporate events and we would host this lap dance party once a month in the loft and then I went from once a month to once a week to twice a week and then we outgrew the loft and then we started doing pop-ups you know other cl like clubs like restaurants and nightclubs and lounges throughout New York City and that's again started as, as like a once a week thing so we got into bigger venues and then eventually we started doing these big big parties you know at clubs that are now defunct so uh, house down in like soho um, griffin and meatpacking number eight in you know meatpacking all these like well-known clubs you know before they close their doors they would you know open them up to us and we'd, we'd kind of cl help close them down you know so um then eventually you know became pretty well known in the city for hosting quality experiences um, and uh, still, people haven't even heard of this. Some yeah. people, and it's yeah, just going to expand even bigger and bigger. I have, I, I'm not going to leave this thing and for another five years, probably as long as I look <laughs> the way that I do, I'll be here. But um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we've grown just purely from word of mouth. You know, we haven't done any press. You know. We have been written up in the press a few times, you know, last year, but before that, zero press, zero marketing, all word of mouth. People just getting on our email list and forwarding them to their coworkers and friends. Um, you know, I, it just, it's kind of amazing just to see how this came, went from, 
you know, a group of 10 girls and a group of 10 friends to now, you know, operating a licensed strip club. So An operating licensed strip club. Yeah. That's what's amazing about this. St. Venus Theater was not licensed. That's why I got shut down, you know? So that's why it's a great opportunity to work here. I'm very grateful to work here. Yeah, we, you know, really just took the same philosophy and approach that made us successful in the beginning and applied it to, you know, the licensed venue. So we've completely removed, you know, we took over this venue two years ago, which, you know, this, this has been a strip club for 15 years. So it was a strip club 13 years before us, um, headquarters. And then we took it over about two years ago and removed everything that resembled the strip club. So poles, the strippers, the, you know, the decor, the, the, the gaudy, you know, the gaudy decor, um, just you any host. You mentioned poles. That yeah. was the first thing you mentioned. Yeah. When I talk about this to men and uh. try to invite them, I'm like, this is a sh no ordinary strip club. There is no poles, nothing. And it just intrigues them. They're like, you know, yeah. and they want to come, yeah. but... Like yeah, that's no the girls main dancing thing. on stage for dollars. No, you know? that's <laughs> that's exactly what I say. I would never work for a strip club like that. That's my thing. Like I'm not a stage dancer like that. Like I'm more of a personal, personable person. Like I just I, no, yeah. The whole you got to get to know me, and that's how I I get, make my money. Like they talk to me and they like me for me and then they want to see me take my dress off and then I take my dress off and then they're like holy shit can I marry you you know <laughs> and I, I'm not trying to suck and see it but that's exactly like you know how it is yeah yeah <laughs> and that's the, that's that's the girlfriend experience you, you mentioned earlier you know it's just be conservative yeah. out there and then once the dance comes you show them your what you would do for your man in the in the bed you know I like in, that. in the room you know I like that <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, it, I'll tell you this one story. Um, I remember it like yesterday. This is like the first, I'd say first year that we were operating out of my home, I'd do an exit interview with all the girls that would come. So we'd, we'd continually get girls off Craigslist and, you know, referrals. And they're all brand new girls and never done this before. And my approach was, hey, you know, just... I'd interview them right before the party. I'd say, if you're interested in checking it out, stay, have a drink, meet other girls, and meet the guys. If you're comfortable in the environment you're in, you stay the whole night. If you're not, you can leave at any time. And what would happen 99% of the time is these brand new girls, super shy, super inexperienced, would go from sitting at the bar observing not even talking four hours later they'd be the craziest girl in the room you know it'd be like you could not get them off your lap you know it's just amazing to see that transformation exactly and i do this exit interview at the end of the night with these girls I'd be like you know tell me what your experience was how you liked it and they would always tell me like I would have done this for free. I've never felt so sexy and empowered and free and like liberated. I like I I my boy I would would have never even done this with my boyfriend. So it, I just you know it's <laughs> yeah. and that's what kept me going. You know that's I f I could feel good about hosting these events 
by f knowing that these girls aren't feeling mistreated or demeaned or you know cheapened um, and it was just like I felt like okay maybe I'm doing some good in addition to making some money so that's what's kept us going for so long and that's what continues keep keeping us going for so long and that's what you exactly said you know yeah. you have the control you have the power you're not being forced to wear anything to be on stage to you know take dollars or take attitude from men you know you're really treated and I love it because the uniform is no stripper attire you know the classier the better mm -hmm. I like that but you're right I feel so empowered here and sexy and yeah I love it <laughs> I love working here yeah. it's not for everybody but I love it yeah if you, you can love it if you own it versus owning you you know if you stay in control of yourself and your it. environment yeah i think i'm pretty much in control i i would say so <laughs> i would thank say you, so yeah that's it's very important you know i'm very excited to see what else you have planned i don't think this is just it no no we're, we have big plans this year um i like to be in fun environments you know where other people are having fun i want to be entertained when i go out yeah. <laughs> i'm bored out of my fucking mind okay. in new york city can you imagine being in new york city and being bored out of your fucking mind and when it comes to nightlife. And that's wh where I've been, and I know a lot of people will agree with me, you know, for the last few years. It's like, there's got to be more. You know, where is the fun parties? And there is. Where can I just let loose and be myself, dance my ass off, and not feel like everyone around me is there with a promoter or on Instagram or, on you know, exactly. being, like, very clicky, you know. I just, let's, let's have a fun party <laughs> together. You I know? love you. You have a gr you have a great vision. You really do. And well, it's not just mine. We're, we're, I'm oh, definitely working with some like-minded people, and uh, excited to see what we can build together. So, Justin Daniel from Daniel from NSFW, and Justin from House of Yes, two dear friends of mine, great visionaries, and uh, together we're gonna create something very unique and wild that I hope will be an adrenaline shot for New York City nightlife. There's a lot of innocent looking girls out there that get really freaky in the sheets. So that's what you want. Yeah. That's what you need. I, I, I know Beautiful that. Beautiful looking yeah. girls. We have about a 50 so of them here right now. Yeah, that's why I love this place. <laughs> They're like so mysterious. But then once you bring them into the yeah. get a dance, there's like, whoa, <laughs> you yeah. have that in you? And the same thing for guys. There's a lot of guys out there that go to the <laughs> nine to five, you know, have lost, you know, lost touch with themselves and have lost the ability to have conversations with females and, you know, really just, you know, feel like they can be themselves without being judged. And there's creating that safe space for both, you know, sexes to really just be free and, uh, you know, be themselves. So that's that's our goal. You know. I'm really excited. Yeah. Like our new tagline for this year is the most. How how I, let me repeat this. The most fun you can have in New York City. Legally, club. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so that's that's, that's our new <laughs> motto. That's you know? great. Like let's push the envelope <laughs> as much as we fucking can. Yes. You know, all the way up. To and New okay, York we is could the be. Am I breaking the law? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're only breaking the law. No. Am I? Am I? It feels like I could be breaking the law. <laughs> yes. I, if I'm not, 
if I'm not breaking the law, someone should arrest me because I'm having this much fun. And that's what we need because, you know, it's not just New York City, but it's the whole fucking country You're being right, censored actually. right now. Yeah. And all of our rights being taken away from us, all of our privacy, all of our, you know, our, the sexuality is just like getting like pushed down and suppressed. And this is such a diverse yeah. crowd. All kinds of people come here. All different kinds of people. Yeah. Such a diverse crowd here. And, and, and they need a place to play. That's all. To play. And Cut loose, yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> an adult playground. That's what an we need. An adult playground. Yeah. I like that. Don't bring your kids here. No, don't bring. <laughs> but you certainly can bring your wife or your girlfriend, your boyfriend. You can. Yes, we'll make you your mistress or your your boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, I've given a lap dance to a couple, a wife and husband. They loved it. More people should be doing it. Yeah. I bet you more marriages would stay together. It's amazing. She actually liked it more than he did, but it's okay. You want to keep your marriage together? Come to Rosewood. Have fun. Yeah, come to Rosewood. You want to spice up your relationship? Come to Rosewood. And then die happy tonight. Yes. <laughs> you're going to die happy, that's for sure. Yeah. Just if if you're if you're at the <laughs> point where you're giving up on your relationship, just fucking throw in another girl. <laughs> yeah, I, that's Seriously, I mean, I can't be tamed. If I was to get married, I need to have somebody else. I don't know. I know men. Anyways, I could ramble on right now. Let's just. Well, we might just make this like a part two, like, you know, <laughs> series since we're talking so much. But my name is Aisha and I will see you at Rosewood. <laughs> and I am nameless, but I am the <laughs> operator and owner of Die Happy Tonight. We run no Rosewood Theater in New York City. A private licensed gentleman's club where you can meet several dozens of beautiful women just like the one you listen to tonight <laughs> today on this podcast hopefully on your way into work you know so you can get jazzed up and <laughs> yeah. or you know on your way home and give you a reason to come back out but please join us we'll roll out the red carpet for you <laughs> everyone's a VIP here and Bring a lot of cash. <laughs> Please. <Yeah. laughs> Eve's Job, produced by Die Happy Tonight, a New York City-based nightlife design company and the creators of Rosewood. Meet the women in this podcast at our private events in New York City and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com.